Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening everyone. This is Dolly Shares. It's a pre-recorded movie. It's a pre-recorded show coming to you from Dolly World. I'm Dolly Howard, and I'm recording this on... uh, What day is this? I'm looking. Hold on. Tuesday, March 20th, 2018. Uh... Today I'll be sharing my thoughts about sick sick loved ones, and also I'll be sharing about allowing people to help. I was uh, blessed to be listening just now uh, to Cosmic Reality, the Shungite Show, and Derek Condit, the bee guy was on, and he was also chatting in the chat room. And I will, that is what gave me the idea to talk about allowing people to help. But we're going to talk about that after we talk about sick loved ones. That has hit home to me this last weekend. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, I can't tell you her age, but she was born in July of 69. (laughs) Don't tell her I shared that much. Um, But anyway, she's still my baby. I don't care how old she gets. And she was in so much pain. And she was having all the heart attack symptoms for a woman. Pain in the jaw, pain in the neck, pain down the arm, pain in the chest, upset stomach. Uh, And she just basically felt horrendous. And I recognize those signs because of my heart history. So she said to me she didn't want to have me call an ambulance, push my button and have an ambulance come to the house. I have a lifeline necklace I wear, and all I have to do is push a button to get help. And so anyway, uh, finally, I said, Annette, I, I can't have Shannon come and pick us up and take us to the hospital. You really, Shannon is my son-in-law, and uh, his, and my daughter was at work, so I, I had called their house, and Jan answered the phone, and and so he was on the road to come right away, and they live a half hour away, but he did stop and get Sherry. So in the meantime, Annette decided, yeah, maybe I better push the button. So I did, and the fire people and the ambulance came, and we had a whole house full of men, and Annette laying on the couch, and they put the EKG stuff, hooked her up to that, and and the gurney was in here, too, and they took her away to Palm Bay Hospital, and right after they left, Sherry and Shannon got here. Of course, I'm scared out of my mind. My baby's maybe having a freaking heart attack, and I know what that is, because and they're done that several times, you know, so... Just thinking about it, I get all worked up. So I'm uh, trying very hard to stay calm, put on my nurse's attitude, because uh, I was a certified nursing assistant. I wasn't a nurse nurse. I was a certified nursing assistant, but I was trained in these things and how to uh, react in an emergency. So I did pretty good while everybody was here. And and then when Shannon and Sherry came running in, and I kind of 
I lost that that uh, outward appearance and just started crying. I couldn't help it. I'm worried about my baby girl. So Sherry and Shannis loaded me up in the car and we headed off to the Palm Bay Hospital. Lo and behold, Annette was put in the hospital room where I was, and the archangels came and protected me from death. They surrounded my bed and protected me from death. I, I, I get goosebumps thinking in, about it, and so when when we got in the room, that room, I felt very comfortable and at ease. Because what are the odds in that place of her being in the same room I was in with the four archangels? <laughs> so I felt that was a sign. Just relax, Dolly. We got her covered. But of course, it's hard when when you see your kid laying there suffering. And there's nothing you can do. What are you supposed to do? I talked to God. I talked to my angels. I asked them to talk to her angels and help her angels any way they needed it. I talked to the spirit ones that I talked to. And I couldn't do anything other than that. It makes a parent feel so helpless. Uh, and and it brought me back to when she was a baby, six months old, and she was seizing, having these seizures, and my ex wouldn't let me take her to the hospital for a whole damn day. Well, anyway, that's another story. Um, so, and that ended up, she had pericarditis, which was an infection in the lining of her heart, and they couldn't do anything for her. Either she would live or die. So she was in NICU, that's uh, uh, the baby's ICU unit, for a while until she made it. She lived. And uh, it brought back those feelings of terror and reminded me how fortunate I was to have her all these 40-some years. And that I wanted to keep her around until I depart the world, not her. My kids can't go first. I know how parents are. We all think, no, no, kids have to stay. We go before our kids go. And it's so frightening to sit there and not be able to do anything for our ailing child. Or... Any other loved one that we love and is sick and we don't know what we can do. We've done everything in our power, but the child has to get through it. So, uh, it turned out, long story short, turned out it wasn't her heart. Her heart is very good, in good condition. And she, oh, another thing, she ended up with my cardiologist. (laughs) So now we have the same cardiologist, and he's wonderful. So anyway, it ends up that she has a raw nerve sticking out in her neck between two vertebrae. And so she is being referred to a neurologist. She went through um, sonogram, stress tests, and MRI in the hospital. I think it was the MRI that showed them what was going on with her. So they send her home with three drugs. Um, it's Motrin 600, Flexoril. Flexoril is a muscle relaxant that helps you to sleep. <laughs> and with... Uh, a narcotic, hydroco- hydrocozone. So, she's at home now. We brought her home yesterday. And she's 
sleeping in bed, but she's feeling better because those pain pills they gave her did help. It seemed like they didn't want to give her any in the hospital because all the tests that she was having were NPO and she couldn't have any drugs. NPO, she couldn't eat or drink and she couldn't be on any drugs. So, uh, anyway, she's home. She's better. I hadn't slept for a couple nights and because she had been sick for at least a week before. But uh, I think it was Saturday that this all happened. I can't remember. No, no, it wasn't. I don't know what day it happened. Anyway, she's home. Thank God. And uh, she's doing well. She's in bed with ice for her neck and and those pills on board. And she goes back to see a doctor for the referral on Thursday, our family practice doctor. But I want to I want to empathize with people who have loved ones who are sick. I I know how you feel so helpless, and you get angry because there's nothing you can do, and and you get angry, and sometimes you yell at other people or treat them badly because you're so angry that you can't do anything for the one that that is needing help. So try to take a deep breath at that time. Put on your your, uh, calm face so that people think you're calm and in control, even though inside you're all wishy-washy, you're shaking like a leaf, you just... You're dizzy, you could pass out, you, you, just, you don't, you could scream and holler. So many emotions inside, but while you're needing to try very hard, take deep breaths and put on your calm face. Then, when that situation is over, you can try to get alone and just let loose, cry. Scream, hit something like the bed pillow or don't hit walls, you'll hurt yourself. Hit soft things like the pillow <laughs> or the couch. Don't hit something you're going to break because then you'll have to pay to get it fixed. <laughs> and then you'll be in pain again because <laughs> your money will be going out. But re- just remember... You got somebody who's empathizing with you. All you have to do is say the word, I need some empathizing. And empathizing is, hold on just a second. Okay, I had to cough. I didn't want to cough in your ear. Empathizing is when you, when another person is upset about something, then you allow them to tell you how they're feeling. And rather than giving your comments on what you think about the situation, you say, it sounds like you feel sad, for instance, or it sounds like you're feeling frustrated, or it sounds like you're feeling helpless, or it sounds like you're angry. Just throw back to them the feeling, the emotion that they're feeling. And that will allow them to say yes and yada, yada, yada. It allows them to get their feelings on the outside and not just be keeping them hidden and letting them fester and build into bad things. And also when you're empathizing, you can say their words back to them. Sometimes they'll get, they'll get to a place where they got more to say, but they don't know how to say what they're feeling. And so you say back to them what they said. They say, well, I feel so uh, upset about so-and-so doing so-and-so or saying so-and-so. So you just say back to them, it sounds like, you're upset with so-and-so or so-and-so about something. You just throw their words back to them in the different kind of way, but the same type words. 
And that allows them to release what they're feeling, too. It helps get them in the right place. And I just wanted to share with you these thoughts. When you are with someone you love and, and they're sick and you can't do anything about it, I understand. Others out there understand. But do your best to not take it out on the people around you because you're so frustrated. Just take a deep breath. Breathe through your feelings. And talk to your spirit guides, your angels, uh, your guides, the person, your source, like God or whoever else you believe and talk to them about it. That'll help you have a vent, someone to talk to. But try to keep your um, calm face on and do and say whatever you can for them. Sometimes just your presence, your calm presence around the sick one and the others that are there will help more than you'll ever know. You will be the calming person in the midst of the hurricane. So try very hard to stay calm. But then when you get a chance, release your pent-up feelings. Hit, hit the pillow. Yell. Cry. Do whatever you need. It doesn't hurt anyone else or yourself to release those energies. But no, if, if you have to, if you need to talk to someone, if you want to talk to someone, I would be more than happy to emphasize with you. And I've told you before and I'll tell you again. You need to get a hold of me. You go to Hagee Shack and you, um, leave a comment in the comment section, and Colleen will get that to me just as soon as she sees it, and then I can get in touch with you. So, I need to take a deep breath myself and have a drink of water. Actually, it's a drink of my iced tea. Y'all know I love my iced tea by now. Um, so, I did want to share that about you, or with you, because <sighs> it's something I just went through, and of course I got the word from my spirits that I really need to share this in my dolly shares, so I'm going to breathe here and relax a little, because I know I'm talking to somebody out there, and you're empathizing with me. And I, I appreciate it very much. So, uh, a little bit earlier, I was listening to the show, Shungite Show on Cosmic Reality, and Hagee Shack. And uh, Derek Condit was on the show, but for some reason, his Skype would not allow him to talk or to to be on Skype. So excuse me, Nancy had a guest who was very good talking about bees. And Derek had said in the chat, well, maybe he wasn't allowed to get in because that lady was very interesting and people ne needed to hear what she had to say. Bless his heart. He is sweetheart. So Excuse me, now I got the hiccups. So he and I were chatting, and he is the bee guy, like I said in the beginning, Derek Condit. His site is www.shungite.com. H-O-N-E-Y dot com. So it's www.shungitehoney.com. And 
He is such a sweet guy. He prefers to give rather than take. Like, he would give you his last penny. He would give you the shirt off his back. That guy would give whatever he needed to help someone. So, it, it takes money for to do the bees. And I was suggesting to him, strongly as I can suggest strongly, that he should charge be, for uh, people to come and stay. He's moving to a pr- bigger, to a property where the bees c- can have their houses in a sh- in a big shed-like uh, building, barn-like building, and uh, where was I going on that one? Oh, so anyway, he's got his bees in this one area, and he also has land, some land, where he has an RV, and he can house people in his RV, and he can put up some tents, and I was saying, you can have people come and stay, like a package, where people can come and stay a night or two, and they can share the energies of the bees, because the bees throw off energies. Uh, and, and Derek can also have a display where he tells about the bees and what got him interested in them and, and how he got started and what he did and how the bees reacted and how he sits and communes with the bees and see other people can sit and just, just sit and listen. And, and then he can also have times scheduled where he can talk to people about the bees uh, and have them ask questions of him. And so it can be uh, a, a question and answer time for people who are really interested in sharing the bee uh, energies. The bee effect is what I'll call it. Because the bees can be very calming to y'all. And, and you be surprised the energies that they will give around you. And so I was talking to him about that. And he says, and I said, and you can charge a certain amount. And, and he says, well, I wouldn't charge the people. I, and I said, well, Okay, the bees need things, don't they? And of course, he said, yes, well, yeah. And those things cost money. So I said, what they would be paying for the package is would go toward the bees. They would be contributing toward the bees. And he says, well, no, I didn't. I can't do it. I can't get it. And, and so I kept talking to him about allowing people to help uh, to, to be able to give their energies, to be able to contribute their energies themselves uh, for the sake of the bees. And I told him, you can have a place where you sell the honey as you have the honey, and a place where... Uh, People can get bee-type souvenirs, if you want, or different things, shirts or something like that. And I said that, and and that, the monies they pay toward that can be put toward the bees. And then he finally started to see, yeah, that would be good. But here's what I had to tell him. I had to share with him about allowing other people to be able to help. There's many ways of helping. I did not realize that by being me, being what a giver, I was used to doing the giving. I was used to doing the do. I was used to uh, being the helper. 
and I didn't take. No, 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 I didn't take from anyone. I was the one who was the giver. Well, somebody one time sat me down, looked me in the eyes, held my hands, and said, Dolly, please allow me to be able to help you. I want to do this so much. And when you won't let me, it hurts. Please allow me to be able to give what I can with you. It wasn't monetary. We weren't talking monetary. And when you allow me to do this, you will be helping me because you'll be allowing me to feel good about myself and to feel good that I was able to contribute to someone I wanted to contribute to. I tell you, good thing I was sitting. She would have knocked me right off my feet. I never looked at it that way. Never in the world did I look at it that way. So that changed my whole attitude. When someone wants to help me now, and I see they genuinely want to help me, I let them. Because I know now, by allowing them to do that, I'm helping them. And it makes us both feel better. So I wanted to talk about letting people help you. Allowing people to help you. So in turn, you are giving to them in a way you probably never thought about before. By allowing them to help. <laughs> this, it, it, there's many ways to give to people, like financially, of course. Um, but you can, you can help them with chores, you can help them uh, if they're feeling overwhelmed because they want to have a gathering or party or something. You can help them with that. You can help them plan it if that's how they need their help. You can help them make a list on what things will be needed. Or you can help them by going out and getting the things that will be needed for the party and setting up for it and then taking it all down and putting it away. Or you can help someone by driving them wherever they need to go, like the store, the doctor, the dentist, to, to visit a friend in the hospital, to visit a friend at home, or, or, or just to go have a shopping day or go to a restaurant with them because they need some company, someone to to talk to a real human to have a conversation with because they live alone. Uh, or or you can just go where they are, meet at a park, go to their house, uh, go anywhere where you can sit with them and listen. Just be a listening ear. Be an empathizer, like I was just telling you. Do that. And, and you'll be helping them. It won't be strenuous or any, cost you any money that way. Uh, well, maybe you could take them some flowers if, it, if they're a person who's feeling down. <laughs> take them, or take them some candy or something that you know will make them smile because they know you care. And just listening. It, it will make them feel better, and it will make you feel better. And try, if they're a sad person, try to do the empathizing thing so you can help them to get those feelings and emotions out of them. That'll be a big relief to them. And it'll make you feel better, too. You might not think so with me just saying the words. Try it. You may like it. What else? Oh, the effects they feel from being allowed to give or contribute 
They feel good about themselves. They feel like they're contributing to to whatever it is, an event, a person, an animal. If you just see an animal who's needing some loving, just give them some loving. Stop and talk to them or pet them or pay them some attention. Feed them. Water them. Take them to, if they got lost, try to find a home for them or take them to the shelter and they can try to find their home. Um, it'll make you feel good. Feel like you're a part of the human race, even. Oh, I helped someone today. I did a good thing. And then you can say, thank you that I was able to participate in this and to be able to be a part of someone's life in a good way. And and thank you for how wonderful I feel about it. Don't be embarrassed. Don't think of, well, it's a good thing you're doing. It's wonderful. So by allowing someone to help you you are allowing them into your life to feel a part of being able to help you in your life. Feel a part of being a good Samaritan. Feel just, they'll feel wonderful, so wonderful, they'll glow. You'll see them glowing. They might not smile on their way, walking away from you, but you, you'll probably, if you look hard enough, see an aura around them of light and, and good energies. Maybe even that wavy look that you see when the pavement's hot and you look over it and it's got these heat waves on it. You might even be able to see that from the person you allowed to help you. And then you can sit there and smile at yourself and say the same things. Oh my gosh, I feel so good because I allowed that person to help me. It's just a wonderful, wonderful feeling for both of you, y'all. As I said before, try it. You may like it. And it might become a habit. (laughs) You won't be able to help yourself. You'll see somebody out in public. I use the store for reference because that's about the only place I go. <laughs> but Or the bookstore or the grocery store or, or just taking a walk somewhere where there's people and you'll see them. Smile at them. Just give them a smile. And if they look the touchable kind, touch their arm as you walk by them and say, Hello. Or... or just acknowledge them in some way that you get the feel. Because you, you get feelings, whether you are going to acknowledge that or not, you get feelings. Um, acknowledge them with something positive. A hello, or how, I hope your day's good, or anything, whatever, whatever. Sometimes just the smile will be enough to make their day. So don't forget about that kind of stuff. Uh, let me see what else I wanted to say about that. Dave's here. Let me see what he has to add. Oh, <laughs> he's so sweet. He says, Y'all can become a ray of sunshine out there like Dolly does most times. <laughs> He knows I can be pretty grumpy, too. (laughs) I guess it depends on how I feel. Sometimes I'm just not feeling so good. And so I get grumpy. Uh, But Dave says, I can't say that. All right, I'll say it. I'm not trying to be egotistical here, but Dave wants to say, 
Be a beam of sunshine like thou I can be. Let your sunshine shine out of your body, shine out of your smile. Um, and even people you don't know that you're affecting will be affected by that aura that you're giving off. So try that out when you're walking around. You'll be a giver to someone who doesn't even know you're giving most of the time. Others will know, but some won't. And Dave told me, oh, I got goosebumps all over my body again. My hairs are standing up. He says, tell them they never know. Well, they mostly won't know when they're entertaining an angel. Angels can come to us in many forms. They can be a blade of grass. They can be a flower. They can be the tree that you can go out there and hug. They can be somebody who comes to your door, and you don't want them to because they're a salesman. Oh, this one's directed at me. So rather than be gruff and ornery and snotty, smile at him and say, Thank you, but no thank you. And then you can close the door and walk away. <laughs> but at least you're not doing uh I don't want you here. Get off my property. <laughs> or be snotty to him. I can be snotty, too. Dave says, shame on you, Dolly. <laughs> But you're mostly a sweetheart. <laughs> I feel bad after I be snotty to somebody. I really feel bad. And, and I think, oh my gosh, I wish I could find that person and apologize. They didn't need to feel my wrath. <laughs> um, so just, uh, where were we going with the angels here, Dave? Oh, we never know when we're entertaining an angel. And we wouldn't want to treat an angel badly. And that's the same way with beings, human beings and other beings. Don't try to be nice to them. Don't be a grumpy grouch like Dolly can be when she doesn't feel so good. Um... What else did you want to say to him, Dave? Oh, he likes the healthy stuff. He would, he says it would be a good thing for everybody to practice empathizing with people, especially when you see they're upset. And he says it's really fun when you're empathizing with someone who's having a whole bunch of fun. Because sometimes they need it empathy, but it's a fun type empathy. They're so excited they can't calm themselves down and they need to because they're going to go to uh, work or they're going to go to a church or they're going to go to some solemn event that they're so revved up with excitement and happiness that they need to calm down a little. So empathize with them in a way to say, oh yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's really funny. We can talk about that more after whatever event's going on, see. And, and we'll laugh and giggle and have fun with that. But right now, don't you think we better calm down? Aren't we doing yada, yada, yada? And, and they'll say stuff and just feed it back to them. Do the empathizing stuff. Feed it back to them. Sounds like yada, it sounds like you're very excited. And, and I really want to have fun with you, and, and we can we can be happy while this event is going on, but we're going to have to stay calmer it, it, to others. <laughs> Don't be a hysterical giggle butt when you sh should be a solemn person. <laughs> did I do okay there, Dave? Oh, I did good. Yes, I did good. Ah. Uh, and he says he really likes uh, the promo that Nancy did for this show, Dolly Shears. 
He likes that picture of him in that hat with his smile. I love that picture, Damien. <laughs> he knows I do. I really do. You look so darn sexy and handsome in that. <laughs> He's snickering. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What else did you want to share with them? Oh, okay, he wants to go back with uh, loved one in distress. Loved ones in distress. He wants to talk about those who you love so much and they have to move on, leave this world and go on to their next journey. And he says to try to remember if and when that situation happens to you and you're so sad, just so sad because you're going to miss them. And you might be feeling guilty because you felt, oh man, are they ever going to leave this world? Because it's a burden on them, it's a burden on you, and you're thinking, this just doesn't seem to have any purpose for them to drag on. Well, there is a purpose, but don't feel guilty about feeling, I wish that they would just be able to go. That's okay. It's okay to feel that way. And they'll, they probably feel that way too. Oh, he says they do feel that way too. Even though sometimes some of them are fighting to stay here, he said when they leave their body, they are so relieved to be out of it, and they don't understand why they were fighting it so much. So don't feel guilty about wishing them to be able to move on and get out of that body. Because you know the body isn't really them. The body is the protection for their soul. So he says, and on the other side... He wants you to know they are greeted by beings of light and they're greeted by people they've known in this lifetime and they start to realize they've known each other for a long, long time and they're back together again. So they go from the loved ones here, the loved ones on the other side. And he said there's always spirits there to help them. So don't worry what's happening to them. They're in good hands. They have good spirit around them. Good beings around them that they want, they would like to see. The ones they don't rather really want to see, uh, they'll see them later. But they're going to go into loving arms, so to speak. Sometimes. Literally, but they aren't really arms because they have different type bodies over Different type. You're different over there. You're in a spirit form. And that, I'm glad we covered that too, Dave. I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's why I have him. <laughs> That's, That's why I have him. And he says, when you think of the title of the show, Dolly Shares, it's not just that Dolly's sharing what is on her mind. Dolly is also sharing Dave and what's on his mind. So it's uh, more sharing than just Dolly. It's Dolly sharing Dave with you all, too. And he likes it. Um, what else do you want to say, Dave? We've got, what, 14 minutes? Something like that? Uh, oh, okay. He says he's very proud of you people out there who are starting to come out of your shells and open your eyes and realize things weren't as you thought they were. That things are a lot different than you thought they were. And he wants you, don't be afraid. 
There's places to go like Hagee Shack Radio, Cosmic Reality, and uh, there's other shows like those where there are shows that will talk to you honestly about life, about what's happening around us, about everything. They'll talk truth to you for real, not like the news people who are reading scripts that are given to them. He says, go out there and find the station that that gives you what you need at this moment in time. Because as you're coming out of that shell, you're kind of waking up to the world as it is. You need help. You need some help. You need to realize, oh yeah, there's other people who see this and who are going through what you're going through right now. And you'll get through it. You'll get there. He's very proud of you all who are there and you're helping other people to to do the wake up part, the come out of their shell part. But, and and that we're getting together and we're comparing our what we know. We're comparing our skills. We're we're admitting these skills we have, like me. I'm a medium. I'm finally coming out and sharing. Yes, I'm a medium. Dead people talk to me. <laughs> and there's others who are, uh, they, they see auras. And there's others who read the stars. And, and, and there's others who are the best cooks in the world. <laughs> That's a talent, y'all. And there's some who are just good at talking to people, with people. And there's others who are very good as listeners. Those are talents that you've been given. Use them. Be proud of them. Develop them. And he says he's very proud and excited how many people are doing that these days. It's more than uh, than I would even know. Well, that's nice. More than I could think. I'm glad, Dave. Thanks for sharing that. He says, keep talking about it. Keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Keep sharing with people. And he doesn't mean just in Dolly Shares. He means for all of us to share with people. Let them know they aren't the only ones in the world going through this. And uh, he says, we are all one. He wants me to emphasize that. Whether you like it or not, pull your britches up, stand up tall, and realize we are all one. Experiencing life in different ways. Yep, he's happy with the way I said that. Yep. And what else did you say that I forgot? You were coming at me so fast. Um, geez, he went quiet all of a sudden. Oh, okay. How? Okay. He says there's a lot of people out there, too, these days that are hurting. Uh, they have been shunned by family and friends because they're coming out of their shells. They're waking up and seeing life as it is. And if you're one of those people... Look around. You can find other people who can give you the encouragement you need. Uh, listen to the radio shows. Go looking for groups. Because there's also groups uh, that you can connect with physically. Like go to meetings and stuff and where you, they're talking about what's going on. Uh, look for it, he said, if you're in that situation. If you're ones who are awake and, and you're still waking, 
no one has reached max in waking up. So help other people along the way as you traverse. Just help the ones along that you come into touch with, into contact with. So he wants you to, if you need it, look for the help. If you're already uh, knowing things that someone is looking for, share with them. Don't ever stop learning. Never stop learning. If someone says something to you that does not ring well with you, that doesn't feel right, that sounds cornier than heck, research it. Don't take, just take their word. Research it. Find out on your own. Is this real? Find out on your own. This internet is humongous now. You can find whatever you're looking for on the internet at this point in time. He says, search for it. And, and that way, you will be helping yourself more than you ever thought you could. Okay, what else we got, Dave? This is fun. I'm having fun anyway. I'm just quiet because I'm so freaking exhausted. <laughs> A couple nights without sleep. Your kid being so sick in the hospital. She's still sick, but she's home and she's comfortable. Because of those painkillers. She hasn't taken any of the hard narcotic yet. Thank goodness. Because <laughs> we were all talking to her last night about it when we brought her home. Sherry, my daughter, and her husband, Shannon, and me, telling her, now, don't abuse those. We don't want you to turn into a, a druggie. And I don't think she would, but then when do you ever really think someone's going to turn out to be a druggie? It just happens. So we're trying to encourage her, only do it when you have to. <laughs> so she's doing good. Um... Where else did you want to go, Dave, with our stuff? <coughs> he seems to be quite satisfied with that. He enjoyed today. He wants you to know he enjoyed today. And he is talking to someone special out there. Right now, he says he has a message, and the person that the message is for is going to know it's for them. And he said, and it's also more than one, okay, but it's especially one. He says, you're going through a very hard time right now, emotionally, and it's causing you to have some physical problems. And it is affecting your relationship with a lot of people other than just yourself. He said, uh, he wants you to know that you are very loved. That you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and that is a very difficult thing to do. But put your mind to it. Forgive yourself. The biggest issue for you at this time is you won't forgive yourself. So you're mad at someone else. Really, really mad. Angry, upset at someone else. But it's really yourself that you're the angriest at. You need to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You are very loved. Please to forgive yourself so you can start treating yourself better. Therefore, you will treat others around you better and your life can only get better. He said, love yourself. 
It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing like people have been preaching to us. Love yourself. Realize you are very important in the world and in the universe. You weren't allowed to come here to be a, a grumpy person. You were allowed to come here to experience things and learn from them. Yes, and, and maybe you'll have um, hard experiences. That's because you chose it. You forgot, but that's because you chose it. But realize that inside yourself and say to yourself, Oh, yeah, I wanted to get myself through this kind of a situation. So let me stop and look around and see what's the best way to get through this. He said, Pay attention to yourself. Love yourself. And others can love you. Allow them to love you. And you to love them. But first, love yourself. Forgive yourself. Allow yourself to be happy. Once you allow it, it'll happen. You'll find more and more coming at you. But if you don't open yourself and allow it and forgive yourself, love yourself, accept yourself, Please, he said, do those things. Thank you, Dave. Thank you very much. That's what's good for everybody. I don't know this one person you really want to touch. That was good for all of us. Okay. <coughs> I have four minutes. You got anything else, Dave? Just that he enjoyed today talking with y'all. And he says, tell your friends about Dolly Shares. Because she's just a regular person who wants to share her regular person life events with you. Feelings, emotions, thoughts. She's, he says, it's good to realize other people out there think some of the same things you all do and you think they're crazy. They're not crazy. It's just that you've been programmed by people who don't want you to feel good, to feel bad about yourself and others. He said, don't, don't buy into it. Don't let them win. You're a winner. You win. And he loves us all. And he says, uh, there's good things coming. There, there's so much good things coming, you won't believe it when it hits us. He says that uh, more things will be revealed to us. And we should just, at this time, prepare our minds for shocks, for things we don't anticipate. It may look bad, some of them, but they really aren't. Because you got to weed out the bad before you can see the good. And he says he's all done. Thank you, Dave. I love you. There he goes. Thank you all for listening. I hope I didn't bore you. I am accessible. You know where to reach me now. Just go over to Hagee Shack Radio or, or Cosmic Reality Radio. Find their comments or suggestion or whatever button they have. Leave a message for me and Colleen and Nancy will be sure I get them right away. And we did get one that was very, very nice. I think it was a Deanna that sent it. I apologize for saying the wrong name. I can't remember right now, but bless you for contacting us. We love you, too. Uh, I just want to say thank you all for being there. I feel you. I feel your energies. And I'm going to sit here and send you all good energies. So I'm out until next week. And the show airs after Dolly... Re Dolly reads for you on Wednesdays from 4 to 6. Then from 6 to 8 is Dolly Shares. 
So, I'll be talking to you later. You all have good lives. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Dolly Shares with Dolly Howard. Thank you for listening.